The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to his disciples, My commandment is this, Love one another just as I love you. The greatest love a person can have for his friends is to give his life for them. And you are my friends, if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because a servant does not know what his master is doing. Instead, I call you friends, because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. You did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you to go and bear much fruit, the kind of fruit that endures. And so the father will give you whatever you ask of him in my name. This, then, is what I command you. Love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. How do you like this little arrangement we have here? Um, it reminds me of what we're about to do in a moment, actually. Look, today is the beginning of a special celebration for you because it's Catholic Education Week. Okay, So I'd like to really help us all receive... A special book, you know what that gift is? It's faith and hope and love. But it's a particular kind of faith and hope and love, right? Today I'm wearing red, just because today the church celebrates the feast of St. James. Remember last time I was here, it was the birthday of St. John. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, this isn't James's birthday. This is the day that James gave his life. A little bit like Jesus, he died. He died because he loved the people he was trying to serve. And James is actually one of the 12 disciples. Okay? He's an apostle. Did you know that the church, the Catholic church, is built really on 12 big pillars? I'm speaking a bit metaphorically here, but those pillars are the apostles. You think, what's the church built on? Well, it's built on the life of James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, those guys. The, the closest friends of Jesus because they knew him. They knew him and they had a very, very strong faith in him. In fact, they had so much faith that they didn't care if they died. They didn't, they didn't care if they didn't mean anything to them. Death is kind of scary, isn't it? Hopefully we don't have to worry about it anytime soon, but, but that's part of our life here. And James said, well, what I've found makes me not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid of being alone. I'm not afraid of anything. Because I have faith in this person, Jesus, and I hope in him, and I love him, and he loves me, and love fills my heart. So I want us to receive the gift of Jesus' faith and hope and love. It's a special gift to receive, and really, he wants us to have it. He wants you to have it. How do we get it? How do we get it? There's a saint that we have, his name is Thomas Aquinas, and he said, faith is a little bit like a muscle, right? Everyone um, touch your bicep. Yeah? That's your biceps here. <laughs> um, now imagine if, let's say there's a fridge that I have to move and it's over there, okay? Maybe I can ask someone to help me. But if I want to lift that fridge and I can't lift it and it's only me there, what do I have to do? Someone help me out. What, what can I do? Yes. I can ask for help, but what if, what if there is no one to help? I'm going to have to do it alone. How do I get stronger? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I can use some device to do it. Um, I'm not really giving you much help. What if I want to be a stronger, I want to be physically stronger, what do I have to do? 
yeah, I've got to work for it. Like, I have to sweat. <laughs> I have to go, to go do some CrossFit or something, right? Go do some push-ups. Also, I've got to eat some good food. Because if I'm eating lollies and doing exercise, it's going to not turn into muscle. It's going to turn into something else. <laughs> um, so, so if I want to get stronger muscles, I have to put good stuff in, and then I have to work hard, and it becomes strength. You with me so far? Yes? Yeah? Well, faith is like that, okay? If I want strong faith, it doesn't just happen magically. That's not how it happens. You've got to put something good in your mind and in your heart, and then you've got to work it. You've got to work up a kind of faith sweat. Does that sound kind of strange? Yeah, but you've got to do it, otherwise you've got no strength. You know? You'll have these really weak faith muscles, and we won't be able to do anything. We won't be able to do anything at all. And that happens. That happens to people. So how do we, how do we build up our faith muscle? I'm going to suggest that obviously prayer is a big, big part of it. And we're here to pray, really. We're here to, to speak with God. And God speaks back with us. And that exercises our faith. Makes it stronger. Sometimes it's hard to listen to God, but if we strain, we can hear Him. In a moment, we're going to pray the creed. And is there anyone who has memorized this creed? Because later on, we're going to pray the Our Father. And I'm sure everyone's memorized Our Father who art in heaven. But who knows the creed? I remember when I went to university and I was studying to be a teacher. Here it is. Good on you. I might ask some people to leave me later. When I was studying to be a teacher, and I'm not saying this to brag, by the way. In fact, I think it's sad. I don't think it's something to brag about. <laughs> but um, of all the people who were studying, there was only one person who could pray the creed, and, and it was me. But there was a group of us who were preparing to teach the Catholic faith, and, and they didn't know the creed. This is our faith. Where's the muscle? When does it work? Or is it just sitting there? See what I'm saying? In a minute, we're going to pray the creed, and I want you to pray it, and I want you to really, I don't know, work, work it in your mind. Like, think, what does this mean? And do I really believe that? This is the faith that the, the apostles themselves gave the church, right? Okay, and from that faith comes hope and love that food. Now, there's only one more last thing I want to say, and it's about why we're here. Part of our faith is this thing we call the Eucharist. Everyone say Eucharist. Eucharist. Now, Eucharist can mean lots of things at once. The word actually means thanks to so it can be a gift thanks to God. But the Eucharist is also what we call communion. Do you know what communion is? Communion is when many things become one thing. I'll say that again. I'm going to face this way this time. Communion, watch me when I do this, communion is when, when many things, think of what we were saying about, oh, we're building a house that everyone is welcome and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, communion is when many things, think of every single person in the universe, comes together and enters into communion, becomes one thing, one person. That's what we're celebrating. And can I tell you, that's a kind of miracle. That doesn't happen easily. When we see the bread that we're about to see in a moment, that's a symbol of us. Has anyone ever seen how bread is made? Do you know how bread is made? Yeah? What, what does it start as? Yeah, before that, before it's flour. The flour is like a ground up thing. Yeah. Wheat. So before there's even wheat in the field, you've got to go and find a field. 
Go find some nice soil, right? And then plant the wheat and then wait for it to grow and water it and till it and get the bugs away from it and make the birds go away. Then you gather the wheat, then you grind it up, then you make some flour, then you mix it with some water and you make a dough, and then you put it in the oven and you wait. That's how you make bread. Well, that's what's happening with us. Look around for a second and just see everyone here, teachers and parents included. You look at all, all of us. Look at us. I wasn't telling the teachers and parents to do that. I was saying, look at the teachers and parents as well. Sorry, it sounded a bit, <laughs> a bit forceful. Look around. And now close your eyes. And just imagine. Close your eyes. And just imagine we're in a big, big field. A big field. And you know what's in that field? Wheat. It's a big field of wheat. And it's growing beautifully. I mean, the sun is coming down on it, the peaceful breeze is there, you can hear the birds whistling and singing, and, and the sheep are there as well. Beautiful, beautiful scene of life. Well, that's you, right? That's you. You're growing. You're growing in this community of faith. You're growing in this community of love. You're growing in this community of hope. You're being educated, but not just your brain. The teachers here are trying to educate your hearts and your, your souls and your spirits as well. So that you're a, a kind of wonderful, symbolically, a wonderfully um, thriving wheat. Why? So that when we come to the altar, we can take all our effort, all our work, even the stuff that was hard, even all our tears, everything, we bring all that here and we grind it up and we mix it together, and when we hold that up, that's us. That's us in communion. That's many things becoming one thing. And we become that one thing in Jesus. That's our faith. Did you know that? That's our faith. Without the Eucharist, the Catholic faith wouldn't exist. You can't take the, the Eucharist out and then still have Catholicism. It's gone. It's something else now. So why don't we just take a moment. We're going to offer some prayers and we're going to pray the creed. But I want you to somehow in your mind and in your heart, bring everything that you love and everything that you are. Bring it here. Bring it here. Offer it to God. He loves it. And he loves to make it, loves to bring it together and make it a communion for us to enjoy. So girls and boys, while we're seated, we might keep our eyes closed. And if you know the creed, a few people put their hands up, you can pray this with me. But if you don't know it, you can just listen. Let's say it together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen.